Hey, this is Kevin. I want to invite you to join me and friends around the world for an international live broadcast at 10 a.m. on Friday, May the 7th. I'm going to be sharing a powerful word from God's word entitled, Get to the Point. I am excited about this message. I can't wait to share it with you. Join us via Facebook Live, YouTube, or Zoom. Go to kevinwhite.us for full details. I'll see you there. Do you want to make a difference in the world? and see the lives of the people of India and all internationals transformed with the gospel? As India goes, all Asia will go with it. Living the Dream podcast provides tools for you to pray, give, and go as you become an active participant in the Great Commission and help your church's demographic represent the demographic of your community. Get ready to find your strategy for reaching your community and changing the world here at Living the Dream podcast with your host, Pastor Kevin. Good morning, this is Pastor Kevin. It is Tuesday, April the 13th, and you're listening to Living the Dream podcast through Global Hope India and KevinWhite.us. I want to welcome you to the show. I am so grateful for everyone from the United States, India, Iran, Spain, South Africa, Germany, Russia, Philippines, Finland, Canada, France, Egypt, Australia, Uganda, Saudi Arabia, Mongolia, South Korea, Ghana, United Kingdom, Palestine, Taiwan, Puerto Rico, Pakistan, Italy, Bangladesh, Vietnam, Turkey, New Zealand, and we go on and on. Japan, welcome to Living the Dream. You are coming in to part two of a conversation that we are having with my friends that are Asians, Americans living in America, as we discuss hate crimes against Asian Americans. We are talking about racism on a global level, not just racism between blacks and whites, not just uh, talking about how white lives matter or black lives matter, but that all lives matter. It's a conversation about global racism and the impact recently on the assaults against Asian Americans. So we're going to pick up where we left off last week. If you missed last week's episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. But will you please join me in welcoming to the show Thimsala and Justin. They are both from Northeast India, and we're going to continue on with the conversation with them on Living the Dream podcast. Welcome. You've been able, given a grace by God, to really witness racism in both countries. How have you witnessed racism in India? Let me tell you a story about a long time that uh, when I was in college, we were traveling. I think that's something that I have shared with Justin also. We were traveling on the train and we were told to go back to our country. At the time, one of my friends responded and said, you know, this train is taking us to our place. And so that's it. We are going to stay put. <laughs> this mm-hmm. train is taking us home and not to another country or another place. This is my home and this is my country. Mm. And so, you know, things like that, it's a small, small things. And then uh, just recently in one of the biggest in one of the hospital, very, very well-known and big hospital, one of the cities in India, I was told to show my passport. 
And I keep saying, no, I'm from this country. And still the person keep insisting that I need to show my passport because she doesn't believe me. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that with a lot of the Northeastern people face this or that kind of racism in other parts of India as well. But my thing is, you know, Kevin, who in the world does not face one kind of discrimination or racism in one way or the other. Everybody in this world, without exception for anyone, everybody, Mm -hmm. whether you're big or small, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We all face one kind of racism or discrimination in one way or the other, Mm -hmm. whether you are in the first world country or whether you are in the third world country, it doesn't matter. Even in the village, small village setting also, you face that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And so it's, how do we look into those kind of situation and whether I want to remain in that kind of a situation and like keep going back and forth with that kind of a situation where I respond and react in the same manner or should I rise above this and do or respond in a way that Christ would want us to, like you said earlier, about loving one another. And that's what, as Christ followers of Christ, we have such a written and high standard that Christ has already set for us. Mm-hmm. And we cannot say that I don't know about this, because that's it in the written word of God, where it says that Christ commands us in John chapter 15, John chapter 13, Where Christ commands us to love one another just Mm -hmm. as he loved us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's, he has already raised that bar for each one of us. And we have to look at that, not look down. Amen. Well, right here, I just want to drive home the point that the issue at hand is racism. So we can make in the U.S. racism be defined as a conflict between a black and a white. And we can really work hard to address racism between blacks and whites and completely ignore racism toward Asians and toward Mexicans and Latinos. We're only solving a very small portion of a big problem. Mm -hmm. And it's not until we say no more racism that we're going to start addressing the problem and really get to the heart of God. Mm-hmm. God would, you know, like even in the the Me Too movement, a great movement where, where women who were being sexually harassed and abused in the workplace began to stand up and to say, you need to stop thinking that I am to your sexual advantage in order f- for me to be worthy of employment in your company. And so, yes, we need to realize that sexual harassment and abuse is wrong, but not just of women. It's wrong of of men. It's wrong of children. The list could go on and on and on. And so we, we don't just deal with one small segment. And so I've been blessed to have gone to India in 1998. So now for well over 20 years, I've seen global racism, but yet I come home to the U.S. and it's like the only thing most Americans want to talk about is racism between blacks and whites. And yes, let's have the conversation. Thank God for what was unearthed in the in America's history in 2020. We're not proponents of of the violence, but definitely supporters of the protest against discrimination. 
against systemic racism, against racism, but it's let's not go to begin to go to a place where we're saying only black lives matter, only white lives matter, but let's get to the heart of God who says all lives matter. Yes, and, amen. Yeah. And so this is this is this is a global issue. We are a global family in the human race. Jesus didn't come in and just die for the the tan or for the black or for the red or for the yellow or for the white. He died for all. And mm-hmm. and so we don't we don't need to begin to see uh, or continue to see each other based upon the external features because God loves varieties, created all of us very yeah. uniquely different, but at the core, we all share the same creator and yes. all of our blood runs red. And yes. there are some <laughs> very distinct features about us that are very common if we can get beyond the external the external view. Justin, you're you're on the line. I'd love to just know, why don't you tell us about some of the realities of the COVID virus in Pune, India? You know some stories. You had some friends that were kicked out of a supermarket one mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. share, that, share that story real quickly with our audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not only in, in, in Pune, but like I would say most of the bigger city in India. So like during the lockdown and some of the shops and some of the stores are open, but because of the skin with the, I would say the mainland Indian, they started thinking that the, the Northeast people are from the China. You know, that, that's why they're calling them the coronavirus. Instead of calling the people we are same, we are in the same country, you know, we, and we're born in the same country that's in India. And then we don't come from the China or any other countries, we are Indian. So because of the skin, they judge by it. And then, and they just they kicked out from the store. They can't even buy it, even in the lockdown. So many people, they didn't go to job and they don't have enough income. And then still they need some food because during the lockdown. And then when they go to the store, the, the store, they just kicked out. And there's the people that some of the police were there and they don't even able to help them. So that's, it's a big racist. Mm-hmm. And so it's just not only one person, the lot of people you can see even in YouTube or in a face face like Facebook, there are a lot of they post it. Mm. Yeah, that's very helpful for for the um, Asian. Not I'm talking about like uh, Northeast India. Mm-hmm. We as being one country, we live in a one country. We live in the same country. You know, we should consider as like brother and sister mm-hmm. in Christ. All of a sudden, unexpectedly, God started blessing our family. We just kept building. God multiplies. It's a miracle that God provided us many times when we needed it the most. What's your generosity story? Check out some heartwarming stories at generosityofgod.com and share your story. You'll find amazing stories. He said, hey, this is for you, and asked me to take what uh, was in his hands. It was exactly 10,000 rupees. I was so overwhelmed and uh, shocked by God's goodness. As she did that, Paige went on out to her vehicle, loaded it in the trunk of her car, and she said, hey God, what now? Miraculous stories by ordinary people just like you. Go to generosityofgod.com and share your story today. How do you swallow an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. Hi, 
I'm Kevin White, and I'm inviting you to subscribe to Generously Blessed, my free one-minute motivation series. In Romans 12, verse 2, God says we are transformed as we change our minds. When you subscribe to Generously Blessed, I will send you a personal email Monday through Friday and coach you day by day into a life generously blessed by God. Go to kevinwhite.us and subscribe now. It will be one minute a day you'll not regret. I guarantee it. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your family and friends for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with audacious generosity. Get your copy today. So I want everyone in the audience to just take your right hand and put your four fingers together. Your thumb, I want you to extend it out and point point your, your back hand down. You're going to get to what looks to be almost like the country of India. And Justin and Thimsala, they, they originate, they were born in Northeast India. And so that is up in the thumb area of the mm-hmm. back of the hand that borders China. And so you can literally, one of the beauties of India that I love is that you can go to one country and see so much about the world in one country. You've got over 400 languages, all the spices, all the colors, all of the variety of religions and skin tone and everything else. And so there is a little bit of a divide in India where you've got the mainland India, where where you have more of the, the flat area, agriculture and everything of India. But then up in that thumb area, it's considered Northeast India. And there's seven states up there and they border China. By the grace of God, he's chosen that they have a lighter skin color. A lot of them, their eyes may be a little bit more slanted. They would they would appear stereotypical by most people's visual acceptance as as just looking more Chinese or Japanese, what you might consider more Asian than than what you might label as an as a mainland Indian. And so what Justin is describing and even Thimsala is that it's very possible in your own country to be told to go back to your country. And and you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm in my country. Leave me alone. (laughs) Uh, But yet they're saying, but you don't look like me. Mm -hmm. And right there is where this problem of racism originates. Mm -hmm. You don't look like me. And I've been told to be suspicious of people who look like you. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. Justin and Thimsala are are really helping us to, to get to is the solution is only going to be found in God's word, who, mm-hmm. who really breaks down these suspicions. 
And, and I just ask everyone in the audience, over the course of time, hundreds of people will hear this, this episode. And I'm excited about that. All the countries that we welcomed at the beginning of the episode were excited about that. Are you are you challenged with any type of suspicions toward anyone that looks different than you? If so, will you surrender those suspicions to to God. If you're mm-hmm. a follower of God, those suspicions were crucified on the cross because they're sinful mm-hmm. and Jesus died for sin once and for all. And so mm-hmm. let's not get up out of the baptismal water where we were symbolically were lowered down into the grave of Christ and we come up out of the water and we've been baptized as a new believer and let's now continue to live with the same suspicions that we used to live prior to Christ. Let's give those suspicions over to Jesus. Because that's where racism continues to be born in our hearts. And when we've got to come to the place to where we're willing to accept no matter the skin color, the eye color, the hair color, the facial features, the the last name, the gender, the lifestyle, on and on and on of all of these distinguishing differences, we're willing to accept them because Almighty God has created and we're not going to start arguing with the potter why he created some different than us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is okay to be most comfortable around your own people, but you need to allow God and the Holy Spirit to build bridges with those people that are different than you because mm-hmm. you can learn so much. I'm I'm a living testimony of how <laughs> God has used India to change my life. I hope that by the grace of God, somehow, some way I can have some positive impact on people in India, especially for the sake of the gospel. But I'm assuring you, if nothing else ever happens of eternal value, I have been the blessed one. God has used India to bless me. And it's been because I, as a blonde hair, blue eyed Caucasian has been forced by God into this sea of humanity that we recognize as Indian, as we recognize as Asian. And I have learned so much from, from my Asian brothers and sisters, from my Asian family. And I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Themsala, how have you seen yes. racism in the USA? Personally, I have not had those kind of experience where people, you know, has been outrightly racist towards me, but I have seen about a lot of things that's going on, things that should not have happened mm-hmm. or, you know, based on your color, it doesn't matter. And I want to make it very clear, Kevin here, that not everybody is same. Even in India, right. we, I have some wonderful friends mm-hmm. that do not see eye to eye with people who have who are discriminatory or racist towards others. And it's the same way here in the U.S. I see it. I experience that in different ways, but a lot of the time, maybe I'm too nice to see it or to acknowledge it. And Mm -hmm. so, or many times I just, I do not want to acknowledge it Mm -hmm. because that's not who God created me to be. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's how I see it. But I know that if you are of different colors, whether it's from your own group, that looks like you you are accepted differently and if you are not then you are shoved aside mm-hmm. or ignored mm-hmm. yeah. so i don't want to in a lot of way 
I do not want to magnify what racism I have experienced, but more of what God has done through those experiences. Mm-hmm. Justin, anything from you? How have you experienced racism? Been you exposed? You're you've been here. You've been able to live here all through 2020 and now into 2021 as a result of your flight being canceled mm-hmm. uh, a little over a year ago, right. and now you're still here. So this is. This is your seventh trip mm-hmm. uh, over <laughs> over from India to the USA, right. and and so you've been privy to see both worlds. What have you seen as far as racism? You saw all of the Black Lives Matter movement in right. 2020. Recently, there was a horrific shooting down in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man walked into three massage parlors and and opened up fire and killed seven Asian Americans mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, you're Asian. What what is yeah, what happens when you that, see that? Uh, yeah, in some point that's uh, you know, uh that's a very scary and being an Asian uh our face and the skins and everything is different. And so like being you are in out of country and then you are seeing all that things only in the social media and TVs that's and then because of the virus, this coronavirus, it hurts a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We can't at the store at the, anywhere that people will try to stay away from the Asian. Mm-hmm. As soon as you during the lockdown, when it started from the twenty twenty, even I don't personally I don't face any problem with it, but I can even I I feel it and even I saw it like in the YouTube, like not only in YouTube and social media, mm-hmm. it's people are start started calling to the Asian corona. Mm-hmm. You know the corona. This corona, it's 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 right now. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Only not in America, around the world, and and the people are calling to the persons as a corona. Mm. So that's a that's a big like discrimination. You yeah, know? you've witnessed that in India, mm-hmm. and you've also witnessed that in, in the U.S. Even in India, not only at the store, but even in hospital. Mm-hmm. The hospital people, the patients, they are sick. They they need to go and check to the hospital, but because of this, the face, the skin, the doctors mm. and the doctor nurses are not accepting the allowed to go inside. Mm-hmm. Definitely been a year of reckoning around the world mm-hmm. uh, in that. Yes. I want to just talk about an elephant in the room based in the USA, and that is a former president that would publicly take the mic multiple times and call it the China virus. I have utmost respect for the office of the president of the United States. And I'm not here to start bashing former president Donald Trump, but I would bash any leader that would promote fear Mm -hmm. of other races that would promote suspicion of other nations. Mm -hmm. Obviously as a believer, we are taught the difference between the conviction of God and the condemnation of Satan. Mm-hmm. So God convicts us in a very specific way. He will say what you just said to your parents was wrong or how you treated that man in the store was wrong. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. Go and make it right. You need to repent. You need to change your attitude. You need to change your your behavior. God deals with that. That's called conviction of God. Satan is a condemner. And what he does is he makes these generalizations of you can't trust black people or that Asians are only money hungry or whatever, that that white people think that they're superior. It's all of these generalizations. And so as a child of God, 
as a Christian leader, we need to promote the conviction of God. And so, yes, if there is a man or a woman that has committed a crime or is doing something unlawful, something abusive towards someone else, it does not matter about their race. Mm -hmm. Let them be exposed. Let them be judged. Let that justice be served. But that's not a racial issue. That's true. Whether you're Filipino, whether you're American, whether you're Asian, whether you're Russian, period. Unlawful behavior needs to be exposed. It needs to be addressed and justice needs to be served. If it is a generalization that does not come with, with merit and all we're doing is promoting a suspicion of a stereotype, we need to stop. And I'm really sorry to you, Justin, to Themsala, to all Asians for the president of the United States over and over to ridicule China and to make a point of it being a China virus. I'm not a scientist. I'm not speaking as a scientist as far as, and I'm not, I'm not a, a lawyer as far as determining, did China violate the globe in incubating this virus, not telling the truth about this virus, allowing it to spread or whatever. Uh, let justice be served, whether it was China, whether it, if it happened in Russia, if it happened in, in Kansas of, of the United States of America, wherever, let justice be served if there has been any terrorism, hate crime or anything like that. But to go in, you know, if, if somebody in Miami, Florida did something that really impacted the rest of the world, and let's say that there's a hacker that takes down the internet and steals all of the people's identity, and it happens in Miami, Florida, wouldn't it be a shame if all of a sudden I'm grouped in because I'm in North Carolina and I happen to be an American that all of a sudden all of America are bad people and all of America are trying to, to give this virus or steal this identity from everybody else in the world. Perhaps, just a theory, some of the animosity that we're seeing toward Asian Americans today is a result of this unbridled stigma of, of discrimination from one of the top leaders in the world of constantly just spreading this suspicion, this fear of you can't trust Chinese people, you can't trust Asian people. Mm -hmm. I mean, like what, what is causing uh, people to just run into senior adults walking their dogs on the sidewalk in the cities and just bulldoze them over in, in such a hateful way and to keep on running and to spit on people and to tell them to go back to China and to issue all of this hate, even murder people have been murdered as a result of hate. Could it be that this leadership of, of an American president that really manifested suspicions is really bearing consequences even in 2021 now? Yeah that we're not a government show and, and a political show, but regardless, we are the people of God and it needs to start in our home. It needs to start with us. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't necessarily go change the world, but I can change me. I'm gonna be a bridge builder. Mm -hmm. And I know that Justin and Thimsala are bridge builders. And I know that, that they serve people regardless of their skin color. Even people that would be that might not even like like them, they're still going to serve. And that's the way we see the purity of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So this is Pastor Kevin, and we're going to stop the podcast right there on this week's episode. What an incredible conversation I am having with my coworker, Justin, and our friend, Thimsala, from Northeast India, as we discuss global racism and just recent hate crimes against Asian Americans. And we're going to continue the conversation in a third and final episode, part three, next week on Living the Dream. I can't wait to have you join us next week. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream podcast, empowering and equipping church staff with an identifiable and measurable strategy for reaching internationals and changing the world. You can help us live the dream by liking, commenting, subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more resources to empower and equip your church staff at globalhopeindia.org resources. That's globalhopeindia.org resources.